into the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! This is such a dance song for this kind of a show, but I just love the name of it. Living in a Box from the 80s ultra amazing band. I think this is their only hit. Living in a Box. Living in a Box, yeah. Uh, Hello, welcome everybody to the After Buzz uh, following After Show here on After Buzz. I am your host, Nando Velasquez. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at NandoVel. And across from me are two lovely, my two lovely co hosts. Hi, I'm Pegarad. You can find me on Twitter at Pegarad. Hey, I'm Sean Overman. You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Sean Austin O. And for those of you who have been living in a box for the past week or two, this is a new panel for this season. So just Sorry. letting you know, don't apologize. I mean, Thank you for those of you who understand and are listening and love. And when I say understand, I don't mean understand like we suck without the old panel. I'm just saying thanks to those of you who are like, we missed the old panel. Yeah, you know, I do too. I love them too. But. I love you guys just as much. Thank you. Fresh, fresh new faces. Fresh new faces. How, how about this? Go ahead and give us a follow at our accounts and tell us how much you hate us with comments. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me guess. You're just trying to get a follow on that. Right? You're just trying to get some followers on that. Uh, well, anyway, speaking of following, let's uh, speaking of followers, let's talk about the following. So the name of this episode, uh, aptly titled, is Boxed In. Yeah. And, yeah, I think, obviously, just by the face that you made, Pega, yeah, you know, when we first were watching the episode, no idea what it's, what you know, what boxed in is about, and yeah. then now it has a completely original meaning to uh, to us when we say that, huh? It has a horrible meaning to. I'm it. thinking, what's in the box? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, what's in the box? Unfortunately, it seems to be Agent uh, Jeff Clark in the box. <sighs> Yikes! And uh, and uh, yeah, so you know, we'll we'll go get down it, but I will I will say this, you know. That was uh, just the description alone of what they were going to do to him yeah. was creepy enough. But I love the symbolism of just, and I called it beforehand. I kind of saw it coming. That this empty room with the box in the middle of a, of a brightly lit room. Of course, knowing what happened, you know, even though this isn't cable, this is Fox, and Fox does take more liberties at times than yeah. the other broadcast networks. I think. This was probably one of the more gruesome things you could think of on broadcast TV. Uh, yeah, and he describes it so well, what he's going to do. It's like, oh, yeah. it, it doesn't was, really leave much to the imagination. Yeah, it was to the T. And yeah. it, it did. It doesn't leave much to the imagination, but they didn't show it, obviously, because something that gruesome, they wouldn't be able to show it yeah. on national television. Because apparently he was supposed to be, I mean, according to the description, at least, Clark was supposed to be alive. Well, at least during the whole conscious, yeah, conscious, conscious at least paralyzed. during the whole thing, but paralyzed. Yeah. I don't know how long you could survive 
in, that like blood. that. Yeah, we saw blood coming out of that box, but uh, or we saw at least yeah something <laughs> blood related coming out of that box. But who knows what liquid that was? Even the medic, he just he didn't want to say anything at first. But yeah. Afterwards, he was just like, oh, "Okay, you guys want to hear it? This is what happened." But I gotta I say, happened. yeah, out of all considering that you know this is a, a TV show about serial killers and and such, uh, and and tons of murders are happening, tons of tons of deaths in this show. This was probably the most memorably horrific one I could think of, really. Uh, yeah. Out of all of them, out of all the tableaus and everything, I would say that definitely season three they definitely set the so, bar yeah. up for that. Yeah. And it made it more relevant because it was with a character that we knew for quite a while. <laughs> quite a while. I don't know. Yeah, quite a while. I mean, look, they teased last week. Mark, Mark Luke, Mark slash Luke teased last week that one of the FBI agents was going to die this yeah. week. And yeah, okay, they they were right, but you know, we knew it wasn't going to be anybody. Big, big. I, I believe I called it was going to be yeah. Jeff Clark last week. I actually said because it made the most sense out of all of them. Yeah. It would either be him or Mendez. Mendes. I feel like I, I feel like those would be the two that they would be willing to get rid of because I don't see I don't see the whole Ryan Mike uh, Max you know trio. Yeah. There's no way they would kill Mendez because she just got married. I mean, hey, just got married. To. followers don't have a heart. Yeah, yeah. followers don't have a heart. Do it. It's it's so easy to kill this like a traditional guy who's who's married yeah. to his wife for 16 years. It's like. Let's let's chop up conservatism. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think for the purpose of I think for the purpose of what Mendez is the role that Mendez seems to be playing as a result of this episode, I think yeah, um, she's there for a reason. At least as far as the yeah. writers are concerned, I think yeah. she's there for a reason right now. So there's no reason to kill her off just yeah. yet. She needs to keep suspecting yeah. Ryan, Max, yeah. and Winston about hey, what so. are you, what are you guys doing? What are you guys holding back? Yeah. So uh, before we begin, let me just also say we're on live right now on AfterBuzz TV. For those of you listening on iTunes, thank you for listening on iTunes. I hope you have subscribed to us and you're rating and commenting on us. But we are live right on now on AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can also join in the live uh, ch- live chat over on, on AfterBuzzTV or on YouTube where we have our live event going on. So feel free to chime in. And if we can get around to it, we might do a shout-out or two. Uh, anyway, let's talk about this. Uh, let's talk about this episode. So let's start off Let's start off at the beginning. We see okay. Mark in his, in his uh, James Lipton... Uh, disguise yeah. from inside the actor studio with his little, with his little <laughs> beard, or, or there's that one Will Ferrell character. I think the one that plays the keyboard. He's got like an Amish look. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So Mark's kind of got that going on. Uh, driving Andrew's truck into a place in Brooklyn, we meet. Uh, spider. Creepy guy. Creepy. And Mark's clearly scared. He needs to get rid of the vehicle because Andrew got caught. I don't know if he's scared exactly, but he definitely seems like, well, you know, we, we I joked last week about um, about Andrew staying behind to finish the catering job. You know you know how much this pays? <laughs> you know how much this pays an hour? I don't Way better than the serial yeah. killer. Yeah, so we, we, we joked a little bit about what the hell was he doing? So I, I got the feeling at least that Andrew was on a timetable and he knew that, that uh, not Andrew, Mark was on a timetable and he knew that Andrew got caught, so he's just trying to hide the truck. Uh, you know, you even said it, I think, Sean, last week, that Andrew got caught so that they could find the last tableau. Because he said, what time is it? Yeah. yeah so yeah. I thought this was still part of Mark's plan. I, th- I think, I feel like maybe that was, may, that may have been like bad writing in a way, or maybe, I don't know, maybe they just had to do this. They had to throw the truck in there because they had to get get them to Spider's garage and then reveal like there this there's this more menacing guy Neil. I don't know if it's bad. I wouldn't call I it. I wouldn't go they, so quick to say that. Why but. would they Okay, so why but why would they ha- I'm just going to make this one point and then we can drop go we can go it. on to the next thing. Yeah, yeah. So why why would they have him purposefully be the messenger 
and then later on, like, Mark's not prepared for it because he got caught. Well, I don't know if Mark wasn't prepared for it. I think Mark just didn't realize that uh, that they would discover the truck through CCTV so fast and, and that there was a camera right there. Yeah. I, I think that's what it was. He was just oh, caught unawares about that. <laughs> right wow. across from very... Spider's Garage. Well, we were even in disbelief last week when they were able to spot Andrew, you know, in a, in a catering outfit. And they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, let's find all the immediate parties in the area. So we even thought that was a little a little far-fetched. But apparently uh, they have a couple of surprises that Mark's not prepared for, like those those cameras where they could spot things and they knew what yeah. truck to look for. You know, I guess instead of putting CCTV cameras in areas where there's higher crime rates, they put them in areas where they're totally desolate. Okay. <laughs> like Brooklyn? I'm confused. Like, I think Brooklyn... That was a really bad joke. It was okay. a very sarcastic remark. Because yeah. I was going to say, if they did that, maybe they would have found the warehouse that much sooner. Yeah, uh, Since it was really desolate. But um, I've just learned to kind of go with it with this show. I know some things are just kind of like, uh, yeah, they did find a face in the middle of New York with all those cameras, but... Whatever, just go with it. It's, yeah, you know, it's it's a tool. It's like typical the like horror movie. Like you just kind of roll with what's going on. What'd you say last week, Nando? Campiness. You love the yeah. campiness of the whole thing. I love the campiness. I don't know. If, I don't know if I would call um, what we're talking about in particular right now the campiness of it. I mean, I I believe. Being from New York, and there are cameras everywhere. It's not. It's not like 1984 Big Brother style, but I believe they do have the technology to do something like that. Especially when it comes to probably Homeland Security. I mean, these days yeah. with oh, terrorism, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure they do have a lot more of that. Uh, you know, I covered Homeland, and they were showing stuff like that with the drones. Yes. And, and uh, you know, so we're living in a day and age when you know it's. It, we can definitely talk about this and, and get distracted instead of talking about the show. Yeah, but we're yeah. living in a day and age when. Yeah, you know, who knows? We know there are cameras on us right now because we're in a studio, but who knows Gasp. what happens when we walk out? Yeah, who knows when we walk out? So we, that's a completely different <laughs> argument for probably for a news show, not for a show like this. Uh, one thing I thought was was cool, too, was seeing all... The, well, I don't know if it's cool, seeing all those torture devices that Spider was setting up, including the electrocutioner chair for around for like 20, you know, from 1951 yeah. to 1970. And it, it executed 50 people in that 20 years. Yeah, well, he had all this stuff all <clears throat> planned out. You know, didn't get to use it, but we got a little backstory on it and, it, and a little a little interesting side on, on Spider. I guess Spider likes to be the torture guy. And I got the feeling that Mark didn't even wasn't even sure about some of that stuff. So, uh, you know, Mark was a little weird about that. Yeah, and, yeah. and Spider seemed very protective of him. I don't know how they're related or how they came to know each other, but it's just interesting. He's probably known him for a while. Yeah. Well, you know, like like this is the following. We don't know where some of these followers come, come up from. with. Yeah. Uh, Spider, you know, apparently is not as big a you know character. Yeah. <laughs> after this episode, uh, as he as he at least started to look like he was. So, but you know, very interesting. You know, having this torture expert. You know, working with Mar- another person on Mark's crew that uh, is helping him with his revenge plot against Ryan Hardy mm-hmm. and Max and, and Weston over the death of his mom. Uh, great. So, anyway, we talked about that and the truck, and uh, we'll talk about them getting caught in a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about, about Daisy and Kyle. Uh, you know, first of all, Kyle, let's, let's just talk about him, because he, he, he had a little bit of a, of a defiant streak against Mark yeah, last week. because he walks in with breakfast, like, rise and shine, and he's kind of snappy with him from the beginning. Yeah. And Daisy's scared, obviously. She knows that Mark will not hesitate to 
hurt them if he doesn't, you know. Yeah. Kyle do. was so weirded out in the bed. He's like, dude, you're violating my space. I'm here with my <laughs> wife. If it really is his wife. They're, they're there. And, and then Mark even, Mark's pretty much just like, you know, peeing all over him. And he gives him a slap in the ass, too, while he's underneath <laughs> the comforter. <laughs> well, go yeah, go get him. Well, you know, Mark had this really, I mean, it's a great day. One of them dies today. You know, this yeah. is his attitude. Rise and shine. They got eggs breakfast. and oatmeal, you know, slow carbs and protein. And, uh, yeah, just, it's, it's, it's a little comical. It's a little geeky yeah. in a way. And, and Kyle seems to be like the cool, you know, hanging back type of guy, not liking this, uh, this attitude that Mark has. Daisy, like you said, seems to have a little more respect for Mark. Yeah. And again, you know, we they talked about it last week. Andrew also said it. You know, this guy could kill them in their sleep or, or will never stop chasing after them. Uh, Fear. Yeah. And he has like a snapping point. Like, you just can't get this guy angry. I mean, we saw later in the episode what he does with the knife, but... Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. But but it's it's really interesting to see, you know, that Kyle doesn't seem to have a filter yeah. when it comes to Mark. He he doesn't have a good poker face. That's true. So, and Mark is kind of there were times that Mark was very oblivious to it, but then obviously you can only he can only like for so long ignore it or not notice it. Yeah. The and, way Kyle And then is. he turns into Luke and then he really gets mad. Yeah. Oh god. A lot more of the Mark Luke stuff, which I loved in this. I, I have to admit, I do kind of like it. Uh, I wonder if it'll ever be a little too old, but right now I'm digging. I'm digging it's good. It's Sam Underwood playing both characters. You know what I dig that they're doing a lot more this episode compared to episode one? Yeah. Is that they have Mark start talking as himself, and then when it's, it maybe does like a little camera cut, and then it it has Luke talking. But his mouth isn't moving. Yeah, I noticed that I, too. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I, I want to see more of that. Because that's more of the inner monologue type stuff. And and also, the conversation between the two of them is like so... F- this is what's amazing. And I, I got to give kudos to Sam Underwood here. It's like, he doesn't even finish a sentence with Mark. Yeah. And he switches. Doesn't even take a breath or anything. Oh. It's like he goes from one character to the next. And it's really, really fast. I like it a lot. Yeah, Luke totally interrupts Mark all the time. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, and that's and he the way gets it mad. is. Like, stop! I don't know. Yeah. Did he say something like that? Like, <laughs> well, they're having a fight. Yeah. Who has a fight? Like, I'm like really mad at you, so. and I'm mad at you too, <laughs> and I'm mad at you. Know, yeah. yeah, it's like no breath. It's like people are interrupting the hell out of each other. Already, I'm, I'm waiting for uh, for Luke to throw a punch at Mark. It would be awesome. Like, <laughs> start hitting himself. It would be awesome. And you would have to be looking in the mirror while he's doing it. He's just punching oh. the mirror, maybe. <laughs> maybe he's punching the mirror. I'd love to see that come come to play at some point. Maybe it will. Who knows? Uh, but anyway, so Daisy and Kyle are on a, on their own little mission, and of course they bring up again that they have an agenda, that there's something else going on. And by the way, we do read your YouTube comments, and uh, we did notice uh, a couple of you guys talking about it. For the the purpose of uh, this podcast and some people who aren't into spoilers, I'm just saying, you know, we we can talk about other characters, but I don't want to uh, correlate you know that connection just yet. Well, did you want to c- talk about it? Maybe like near the end of the show, like the news we'll and gossip. Bring it up. Toward the end of the show, we'll bring it up. But we are aware of it, so we'll um, say spoiler alert then. Yeah. yeah, but I will say this: I didn't, I didn't, I, I was terrible because I do so many shows on here, and I usually do a lot more research. But I didn't know about this when I made my prediction, and, ter- and it turned out by by reading those comments, I'm like, oh, I guess I was right about another party. But anyway. Um, and sorry if I said too much already. That those of you who love to hate getting spoiled. I think everything you said was so I tried, vague. I tried yeah. to toe the line, <laughs> okay. but every now and then I let something blurt out. 
anyway, so yeah, so apparently Kyle and Daisy have an agenda. They have something else going on. Who knows what it is? But uh, they go out shopping for Anna. Yeah, and she's like picking cantaloupes, poor girl, and he creeps up behind her like, yeah. what kind of melon is that? It's like, God, you're and, a loser. And I thought it was, pickup. yeah, I thought it was just yeah. going to be a pickup game, but... There's there's never a scene like that where there's not really something behind it. So they were really stalking her. They were they were we got to see from the photos that they were taking at Spider's place that yeah. they were stalking her for weeks. Yeah, and it's funny because uh, well, it just they made a game out of it because I guess Mark was trying to pick her up. And, yeah. I'm sorry, Kyle was trying to pick her up, and then when she just walked away, he gave money to Daisy. Yeah, that's funny. So I thought that was a cute little moment too. That's how they keep the marriage fresh. Oh, that's one of the tricks they do. They keep the marriage fresh, just like the cantaloupes. But anyway, yeah. So so it turns out that was not just a random chance meeting in a supermarket. That was part of the plan, and it wasn't some random woman for a tableau. It ended up being. Clark's wifey. Jeff Clark's wife. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so this was part of their plan on how to get, uh, how to get one of the FBI members. So they were totally tracking on, uh, on Jeff Clark's wife, Mm -hmm. Anna. And nice little setup when she walks into her place and, uh. There's like wine flowing and lingerie laid out and music playing and. I'm not gonna fit into that, honey. Yeah. What are you doing in there, bad boy? Yeah. I have expected whoever the guy was, the husband, because I didn't know who it was at the time, to be in the bathtub dead. Yeah, mm. that was scary. It's always, you know, the, the curtain rod pull that we see in horror films. Like, you expect something to be there. Like yeah. I thought that I agree yeah. with you. But it was the perfect, uh, having the shower on was the perfect way to get Anna to the, right where they wanted her. Because all they had to do after that was creep up behind her. Yeah. So it's it's a really good point. They did that. I remember uh, at the end of last season with Joe and Ryan by by having Claire screaming in the basement, <gasps> mm-hmm. and then they ran in there. And next thing you know, they threw the tear gas and and uh, knocked him unconscious and set that up for the dinner. They're good at that. So Lord. it's a good it's a good little ploy to get people exactly in the room you want them, and then just trap them like they did with Anna. So yeah, and they had her call Jeff at the time. We didn't necessarily know this was about Jeff. But, you know, we finally... We never saw his wife before. Am I right? Well, we never saw... Well, maybe at the wedding. I'd have to look again. But even if we did, she didn't have a line. Yeah. But but I would think that the writers would be smart enough to have her in the background at the wedding, just in case, like, for those astute people (laughs) who are paying attention. Yeah. I think think it's always cool when they can do that. So, anyway... uh, I'm glad she lived instead of dying as well. It well, would have been way too harsh on the couple. Well yeah. Well let's 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 uh let's switch gears for a second and talk before we, we get into the plot. Let's talk a little about Jeff because Jeff has been a minor character in this task force. We saw him in a couple of episodes, the last half of uh, season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know he was he was just kind of backing up Mendez really from a lot of this stuff. And we got to see flashbacks with him. The flashbacks in this episode were in relation to his relationship with Ryan. Mm-hmm. So we got to finally see, and that was probably a clue to me, at least, that some that he was the one that was probably going to be in danger yeah, for he, this episode. They focused so much on how close he was to Ryan. First yeah. they were like out at lunch or whatever it was when his heart started, you know, his chest started getting tight. Then back at the hospital again, yeah. showing you know the relationship. Yeah. And he's being stressed out by all the secrets that he's had to maintain about the black op yeah. and about him sanctioning the executions. Well, that first that first flashback, they started off pretty much trying to corroborate the stories. Mm-hmm. 
So they were trying to go. So this is obviously before they go on trial in front of that um, in front of that council, and they were trying to corroborate their stories. And you could see him already having a little bit of a guilty conscience, and it caused him maybe it was the catalyst for him having a, that heart attack. Heart attack, yeah. Yeah. So, but it was kind of cool to see the relationship because we didn't know much about him, and of course, like, again, showing all that much exposition, pretty much. Sorry, it's just, it's just like, it up, yeah. yeah, it's like first half of the show. So, showing that much exposition, kind of like, yeah, I think he's a goner. Yeah. Done. He's done. <laughs> he's done for this episode. But uh, anyway, yeah. So, of course, we didn't realize. I mean, we were commenting last week on. Uh, on the fact that he looks, he looks Latin. I mean, he is the actor. I don't have the actor's name in front of me. I mentioned it last week, but yeah, but it's a very, very Anglo name. But he looks very Latino, and he's got an Asian wife. So you know, I, I like, mean, I like that. They're they really cool. They're a really cool couple. It's, yeah, New, it's New York, you know. So people, yeah, people. You have all sorts of people in New York, and they all mix and match and everything. Right. So it's all good. But it was just a nice swerve too, because mm-hmm. I think seeing seeing someone seeing Anna makes you think, oh, her husband might be Asian too. Yeah, or, or, you or know, white dude, or white or dude, white. not even thi- or white dude, because that's those are the only kinds of cat to Asian girls. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Before anyone says anything, that was a joke to yeah. Sean. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so back to the show. Back to the show. Yes. So, uh, you know, again, really creepy. Uh, Jeff walking in. Mm. We see him pleading for his wife's life. Yeah. And as you mentioned, you know, she, uh, they don't negotiate. They were going to kill her anyway. I thought that was really creepy uh, Daisy. seeing Daisy. It, it was creepy and kind of sexy at the same time. You thought that was sexy? Not that she's killing her, but just that just that <laughs> Daisy's giving her a kiss. Wish I could stand by, or stay by, because suffocation's such a turn on. <laughs> Kiss on the bag, like what? A big lipstick. Yeah. That was kind of like Joker from. That was kind of yes. like Joker from the bat, you know, from Batman. It's like with that. Yeah, she's <laughs> like Harley Quinn, maybe a little yeah. bit. Ooh, sorry, she's cute. <laughs> you know, there were comments on YouTube saying, "I agree, yeah, she's, I know. she's hot and crazy." It's okay, I think Joe Carroll is like the hottest guy in the world. There so. you go. So you have your type. Yeah, You're, you have your fine. own crazy serial killer type, <laughs> Ryan so. Hardy. You're allowed. You're allowed. Uh, <laughs> so uh, while that's going on, we we start learning more about Andrew. Let's talk a little bit about that. And we learn at least that he he disappeared exactly a year ago. He had a family, had a wife, he had a kids. Uh, yeah. I walked out on them. It was a ten year marriage, I believe. They 16. said yeah. sixteen. No, 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 that, no, was, that was, cl- that was Jeff's mm-hmm. Jeff scene. But yeah. it was and a marriage. It was just creepy how when Ryan and Mike were interrogating him in the room, and he starts with his emotions again, and then he's like, "Oh my god, they were just camouflage." Like he snaps out of it. You're like, "Whoa, yeah, creep." Well, I, even before he started crying, I'm like, he's going to start crying. <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah. I, 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 this is weird when I can call out too many damn things you in the show. A lot I, in this episode. I called out way too much in this episode when we were watching it. And it was I saw it before. I us. saw it before, so I knew. So I was like, damn it, he's right. The only thing I didn't call was well, we'll get to that one. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So it was you know a little freaky, a little weird. Andrew playing those emotions from crying. To, okay, they were just a cover. I didn't yeah. care. They, they weren't my real family. And, That's uh, how dedicated he is to his cause, whatever yeah. that is. But this guy, yeah, so this guy got a call from Mark and then leaves his family and disappears for for a whole year, never to be seen again. And he That's had sad. kids. And, and his wife and his kids just thought, 
he disappeared, and that's it. They reported him missing, and probably are grieving. We've been grieving for him. But it's like, how does he go missing for so long? Yeah. I mean, he's doing catering events. Like somebody <laughs> must see him. He's not right? only that be awkward. If, like, <laughs> yeah, like honey, you've been gone for months. No, he's, uh, he's, sorry. At a, he's catering a party, and yeah. so, but oh man, hey, we we miss you on the bowling team. <laughs> where, where, where you been? <laughs> He's not hanging around in the same circle. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. But uh, no, I think it's more fishy that that he was using his truck and no one found his truck yeah. with him in it. Yeah, and he's a missing person. And they found his truck so fast <laughs> once the FBI task force was like, you know what, we need to know this now. And then they find his truck. That I would I would admit that's a little bit of a WTF yeah, thing. Exactly. I mean, I, I doubt guess. I doubt he's really driving around shopping for groceries during the year. He's probably in some don't forget he's he's housing Mark. Yeah. So they're probably someplace more desolate, not like in Brooklyn where there's cameras all over the place. Sure. But still, yeah, mm-hmm. you would think that there would be a little bit more of a search yeah. for a missing person. A missing person's probably low on the priority list compared to a manhunt. That's true. True too. With what top ten fugitives? True too, absolutely. But again, through this, all this information and finding out at least about the wife and the pickup truck and doing a search on his DMV records, they end up. This is the one, you know, little little crink in Mark's plan. Mm-hmm. They end up seeing Mark pulling the car into that garage in Brooklyn, and they storm the castle. No, <laughs> no, no! They storm the castle. Uh, Mark gets away through some sewer pipe. Sewers. Spider, Spider has that moment with the uh, with um, Mike, and then Ryan shoots him down. Of course, yeah. And you know, I didn't write it on the um, on the outline, but we guess we should bring it. It's a very Tom. small moment, but Tom and Mike earlier doing that little conversation. Mike's yeah. like, "We're cool, we're cool," but you can tell we're not. And then Tom has to be the one that picks up Mike's gun after he drops it. And, and what does he say? He, try not to lose it. Try to try to hold on to it next time yeah. or something. <laughs> I couldn't believe we had to rewind it again. Did he just say it what we a, think he said? Was that really Tom? And it's he like, yeah. It oh in no, space. he did not. Oh no. Uh, yeah. So that uh, was pretty funny. That was pretty much the extent of any of the Mike. Max, Tom, triangle. No, there was a little interaction towards the end when Max was sitting on the um, the the medic truck, mm-hmm. and Tom sits next to her, kind of like you know cuddling with her, or like giving her some you know I affection. Must have been writing something yeah. there then. Okay. And Weston's looking at them, uh, okay. like, oh, I wish I was there to give her affection <laughs> too at this time of need. So there's still is a little bit of that. Okay, I must have I must have looked down when we were uh, watching that because I didn't catch that moment, but still cute to see that little. There might be a little rivalry between Tom and Mike since they both work on the task force. They both work in different departments, but they seem to be working together at this time. Yep. So, yeah. pretty cool. Anyway, so the one crink in the plan, and because of that plan, Daisy and Kyle, who have Jeff Clark, cannot go to uh, the Brooklyn mm-hmm. garage. They have to go to plan B. Neil. Now, this is interesting. Before we even get into the creepiness that is Neil, Daisy is scared of Neil, which... He, here's here's the slight problem. I, I love Daisy. Let me get. She's hot and crazy and all that. But Daisy seems to be scared of Mark, and Daisy is scared of Neil. So, so Daisy's scared of everybody. So yeah, you have you have these serial killers. These wannabe serial killers. They're following Mark or whoever this other person is, or if it's Joe Carroll, or whatever. And yet they seem to be scared of a lot of other killers. I mean, I get being scared of Mark because he's kind of like a loose cannon. He'll snap at any time. But Neil just seemed like a dope. 
like gonna make my book. I don't. I feel the opposite. <laughs> really? I think the opposite. I I would be scared because Neil is like a big, enormous guy. Like yeah. I could see him like put on a, a hockey mask. He could be freaking Jason oh Voorhees or something. Yeah. You yeah. know? He and and he has <sighs> sick twisted mind. I mean. Mark is Kyle's size, you know. Like yeah. I could think, why don't you just kill him? If you're set, up, if you're fed up with Mark, just kill Mark. You know, he'll be too busy fighting with his brother to to really pay attention. As long as you don't clue him in ahead of time. I guess just maybe when I saw him taking care of his dad, like feeding him soup, I was like, this guy's a no. He's not even scary at all. That's the whole point, right? But that's yeah, like super. He's super nice in his like day life. You know, his like his public life, but. What he really likes to do is fold people up and put them yeah. in boxes. I think, honestly, other than the fact that Mark has tons of money, so he could throw, like, if you were running away from him, he could throw who knows what at you yeah. to get you. Other than that, I'm more scared of Neil than I am of Mark. Hmm. That's okay. just me. I, 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 I see, you know, Neil kind of looks like he can come out of a horror movie. He really does. <laughs> and that whole thing with his dad. and everything. Yeah, I mean, that just adds to it a little bit. You know, he's great. He's got a good side to him, but... Well, I kind of expected Neil to actually be the one to catch Clark when he was fleeing after Mm -hmm. he did the phone call, but it was actually Kyle. So I would have liked to have seen Neil get physical with him a little bit before he put them in the box. That also kind of shows, I feel like that also shows that Neil's kind of dumb, too, because I felt like the the phone, we'll get into that more in detail, but I felt like the phone was really damn loud. It was really loud, and he hears like a dunk. Somewhere else, he's like, oh, squirrel. He's like, squirrel. He's like, up. He's a dog from from up. Uh, He's like an ogre that goes off sound. (laughs) Yeah. Not electronic sound, but real sound. Weird. But anyway, so Neil, we don't know. You know, Mark doesn't seem to know who Neil is. I guess Mark is uh, Mark is going off of Daisy's suggestion for her plan B. She recommended him. She recommended him for the serial killer job. So we don't know exactly. You know Neil's connection to all uh, to the big picture. If he's part of this agenda mm. that Daisy and Kyle are in on, if he's part of this other party that it seems like Daisy and Kyle at this point are are part of. Uh, so we don't know anything about that. So we'll, we'll probably learn more about that. But yeah. the one thing that he is is super creepy in the sense that he is building a box. A me- I guess it was that metal box. Uh, it was a metal box. It was a metal box. And he's spending all this time, as, as opposed to Spider, who had all his equipment already spread out, everything all prepared. We have Neil just working on a box for about 15, like a, like a third of the episode. Yeah, and he's like, you can't rush my work of art. Yes. <laughs> he's an artiste. Yeah. And then when he, we already discussed this, but him describing exactly what he was going to do with that pithing... The pithing mm-hmm. needle. The pithing needle, and then mm-hmm. dislocating the joints. Uh, yeah, that, again, really creepy. Disturbing. Yeah, really disturbing. Kevin so. Williamson, man. So good. <laughs> yeah. It's I'm like it. Scream. I, I, I Well, you know, the following I feel is very much like Scream. Yeah. It seems like there's always new people just taking up the mantle of... And you don't know who For Joe Carroll. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of like the Scream series a little bit. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, so... We see um, we see Mark go on camera on Skype. He's got to put his Mark wig on. I love I love that even though they recognize him with a little beard from a from a closed circuit camera, they, they he still has to put the facade on that he's got the mop head and go on Skype yeah. with the mop head and talk about um, about you know having uh, Ryan and uh, Max and and Mike confessing by eight p.m. Mm-hmm. or Clark bites it. So, which of course, Mendez ears perk up, 
That, that's her squirrel. She's like, yeah. Yeah. and you know, I, I loved. Uh, what do you think of? What, what I mean, look, do you believe Mike and Ryan in that room when when Mendes turns around and goes, "What? What's what's Mark talking about on the camera?" And they're just ignoring her, like, "Oh, he's crazy." Oh, yeah. because that's his version of what happened. They're just dismissing it totally. I mean, do you believe that? Uh, but well, then we see Max kind of question. You know, she takes them aside and goes well, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. But at so that moment, you say you believe that, that they're doing that, or that that Mendez doesn't get onto them right away. I'm, yeah, like, I'm a little surprised that Mendez doesn't get onto him. I kind of feel like that was a kind of really lame way of uh, uh, making excuses. Oh, he's crazy, and you can't believe anything he says anyway because he's crazy because he's a serial killer. You would think yeah. that FBI agents who are used to seeing criminals lie to their face all the time yeah. would recognize their own people lying to their but faces. They just have such a history, and and Ryan's done so much good that it's like okay, like even if it was true, it was for a good reason. Well, we we look, we understand that more or less. Yeah. I think I think there's still a discussion there about that, but I think for the most part, we get that they're the good guys. Yeah, but. Mike did shoot. I mean, the, the big crime here, I think that that they're alluding to, is that Mike did shoot Lily, Lily. Gray in cold blood. Yeah. She was unarmed, and at the time, if I remember correctly, she could have assisted with all the stuff that was going on in season two. But Mike went trigger happy and just and, and look, deservedly so. She was Kills responsible for killing his dad, and she could have killed so many more if he didn't. Well, but she was in custody, though. Sure, fine. We yeah. are in a gray area here. We really are. It's I, a gray area. I'm no not white... condoning execution or anything, but Lily had it coming. Well, I think there's, a, there's another question to to wonder if Mendez, or when Mendez finds the truth, because I think, really, we're, we're hedging toward a, a time when Mendez is going to find out what happened. Yeah. Does Mendez assist in the cover-up? Or does Mendez be a really good cop and, you know, put them in jail or rat them out or whatever it is? I think she'll assist in a cover-up. I, 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 I kind of feel like she would, too. But it's very interesting because obviously there's a lot of stress going on in this moment. Yeah. And Mark is causing all of this 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 because he wants them to confess publicly. Yeah. So we'll have to see what happens with that. Anyway, so, yeah. So Mark is uh, Mark does his little thing. And... We see. Uh, we we talked a little bit about Clark getting away using mm-hmm. the phone. And again, seriously, I, I gotta say it. I gotta say it. FBI, <laughs> WTF? Uh, <laughs> someone's gotta say it because San Filippo's not here. I mean, look, you're escaping these people. And I thought the escape was a little weird too. Him him running out when he did. I think he should have ran out when like Daisy was had the knife by him or, or something like he did with Anna. And this way you grab one of them and take their weapon and maybe kill one. And then you have two to deal with. But, but... See, but at that point, she would realize that the duct tape's undone. Well, the duct tape on the legs, not, not yeah. the hands. But maybe he could have done so. I don't know. But anyway, that's, a, that's not my point. My point is He's calling from a, a, a room not too far away from the killers and trying to give his location. And Ryan Hardy's like, what? Hey, I can't hear you anymore. You're quiet. Is the killer in the room with you right now? And you know what? Even worse, Ryan Hardy didn't wait until the correct triangulation and he hung up the phone. Bef- was that just him because hanging he up the phone, or was that Je- that was him hanging up the phone? No, it Jeff? was no, it wasn't Jeff. I think it was I think it was Hardy who then hung even, up. Even bigger WTF. Yeah. Yeah. Bigger WTF. I can't hear him anymore. I can't. Oh, I guess he hung up. He'll call back. <laughs> Must be bad reception. That, come on. I'm like, really? Yeah. Have you ever seen that usually when someone's really like, just, just 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 take up? You know, I'm leaving this on. Just shut the hell yes. up. 
and don't hang up. I'm, I'm he like, couldn't find the volume button in his panic. The only thing that made the WB, <laughs> the only thing that made it worse, the FBI WTF was probably Neil WTF. That he's like, oh, I guess it was a random whatever, a random call or something. Yeah. <laughs> that was the one. That was the one moment I'm like, okay, come on, really? I mean, the whole time I'm right now, a, a thought just came into my mind where I'm thinking. That who, who Jeff he must have got gentleman C's at the FBI Academy. There's no way he did that hot. I don't know at Quantico. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just thought that. Uh, look, okay, you know we can suspend his belief. Maybe you know maybe that's procedure or maybe the phone was too loud. I don't know. But I just for for the what we're seeing, I thought it was a little ridiculous. Anyway, okay. you know you don't expect that from. Noobs, noobs, not like seasoned FBI agents. Yeah. He spent uh, too much time behind the desk. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's let's move on. Let's talk about now. This is the one part I was wrong about. So we start learning a little bit more about Andrew's backstory and the fact that he and Joe shared a class yes. uh, at Doctors. Lightfoot Academy. And they're, uh, you know, the FBI guys are looking at Ryan and they say, "You got to go see him." And Ryan's like, "I'm not going to go see him." And you got to go see him. And here I am thinking, we here we are thinking it's Joe. Do you understand? Even when I watched it earlier, I was screaming at my TV. I'm like, this is it. I get to see Joe again. And they make it look like, just like what you said, yeah. um, the pilot episode in the correctional facility. Mm-hmm. It looked just like where he just was Just like saying. the pilot where Joe escaped from. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this looks familiar. Oh my gosh, we're going to see him. And then they did a really cool, like you see, you know, just a portion of his shoulder. And then you walk in and you just see his hands. And then boom. I still thought it was strong. Joe. I'm like, oh my God, he aged no. so much. <laughs> For a second. I was so determined it was Joe, I actually thought he aged like 10 years in prison. No. I, I really, for a second, and then I'm like, oh my god, it is Strauss. I, and it makes sense that it was, because we were even saying before he they said, you have to go see him. It's like, that was probably Strauss's class. Yeah. So it only made sense. Yeah. It was Strauss's yeah. class. Andrew and Joe were both in it, and that's how he was able to influence yeah. them, make connections with Strauss them. And Strauss played by... Uh, Greg Henry. Who is amazing, and of course, a great little scene with him and Ryan where yes. he doesn't give Ryan really any information. But of course, the big question is, who is, uh, you know, even though we're learning more about Andrew, who is Andrew exactly, and what's his connection with Joe? Is he one of Joe's followers? Yeah, and he said for him to do what he's doing, he has to have a lot of fear. So whatever that is. Yeah, I don't get that right so now. So someone's yeah. threatening him in some way to make him do these things. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. And and I don't, you know, last week I thought that Kyle and Daisy had their own agenda separate from Andrew, but it makes me wonder too if Kyle and Daisy are, if eventually this has something to do with Joe, if Andrew isn't in on it too. Mm. It makes me wonder. So I don't know. It's a little confusing at this point with that, but at least we know there's a connection to Joe. And if we weren't sure last week, I really feel, especially with the little mind fuck yeah. that they gave us um, with with Ryan going to prison to see somebody. Yeah. I think it's it's pretty much, we're pretty sure that Joe Carroll will be coming back soon. But the writers are just going to have a lot of fun playing, <sighs> messing, with messing with us as to when. But personally, I'm kind of glad. I was even saying before we saw him, I'm like, oh, it's too early to bring Joe on. I don't want to see Joe yet unless there's a good reason to. And I think it's kind of good to, to tease it a little bit. I was ready. Yeah, I know you want I him. Ready. I know you want him. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, look, the gang finds... we we got to start wrapping this up soon, so yeah. let me just get to one or two other really big points. So the gang gets to uh, Reading, Pennsylvania. They, find, they track the phone as best as they can. They figure out where he is. Uh, the timeline ends, so the only way to... to for Clark to really have a shot at staying alive is to confess. Otherwise, he gets to be in that box. So he does this public confession. So now Mendez does know, actually. Mm-hmm. Mendez does kind of know at least what 
Clark has said. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, what, again, I guess we really asked already what does Mendez do. We'll, I guess we'll save that for predictions. Yeah. But, uh, but it's out in the open. The gang finds that, that one horrific scene of that box, and we see that Jeff's gone, and Ryan punches out a side view mirror and uh, ends up crying in the shower. Ends up crying yeah. in the shower with Gwen. And let's talk about that flashback. Yes. The last flashback we see, which, uh, again, we were already talking and we don't don't trust this girl. The last flashback we see shows Emma meeting Ryan. No. Gwen. 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 Why say Emma? I'm thinking of Emma. I I love Emma. (laughs) shows, uh, Shows Gwen meeting Ryan for the first time. On Clark's uh, in, in the hospital room mm-hmm. with Clark when when Clark had his little yeah. like uh, what his heart attack that he was yeah, having, which which actually just leads to say, I mean, is Emma a part of this? I really feel like after seeing that, I feel Gwen. like Gwen. Gwen. Oh, stop! Stop it! You got Emma on the brain. Why don't I write Emma? Oh, okay, yeah. I wrote Emma oh, there. Oh my god, he wrote Emma. <laughs> I, wrote, I, wrote, I love, I wrote, You're I love Emma. About you are Emma. so I am, in love. I am wow. thinking about Emma. I'm sorry, people. Unreal. I'm sorry, people. I know it's Gwen. Focus. I know it's Gwen. I'm focusing. It's Gwen, Gwen, Gwen. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, does, is Gwen in on this? Because I feel like she Ooh. she would know Clark from that meeting on and falling in love with Ryan or whatever yeah. it is. I would think that she would have a relationship with Clark and his wife. Yeah. I mean, can we get into predictions so I can predict what I think about that? Do we have any news and gossip? I have some news okay. and gossip. I just wanted to um, let's let's do our spoiler alert right now. Actually, okay. so um, we had spoiler uh, alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Okay, there we go. Yeah, so we had uh, the following underscore on underscore Fox, which is it's not the official site, but it's a it's yeah. this guy on Instagram who's mm-hmm. actually been or this uh, I'm not sure who it is, but one of our fans on Instagram, and uh, she or he tweeted at me mm-hmm. or. Instagrammed me, whatever you say. Uh, hey, except you guys didn't talk about the upcoming villain, Theo, who will be played by Michael Ely. Yeah. So I'm surprised about that, too. I haven't heard anything about it. I haven't done too much research like on like him yet. I, but I, I, I'm I'm, I want to try and find something. But other people have also... Um, Posted on on our video saying that Michael Ely is going to yeah, be playing. Yeah, so Michael Ely is great, great actor. Actually, I'm really excited to see how uh, how he plays as a villain. And uh, you know, it's a, it's probably a, a little bit of a spoiler alert because somebody said that that definitely he is something to do with uh, with Daisy and Kyle. Mm. Uh, so there's a little bit of that there. Uh, but at the same time, we still don't know too much. We don't yeah. know what kind of character this guy's going to be. He's going to be like a Lily Gray, who's going to be uh, you know uh, a rival to a Joe Carroll. You know, or Mark, or whatever, or how he's going to play. Mm-hmm. So I think it's still going to be really interesting. I got a couple of more uh, yeah. comments. Uh, Lady O Nine Giggles. I like that a show about murdering people can't be taken seriously. It <laughs> is the light-hearted murder mystery. It's more like a comic book. Oh, okay. And, and we do have a good time watching yeah, this show, absolutely. right? Uh, we also had. Let's see. Uh, let's see. We had. Oh, uh, Miss Lost Nikita, she said, let's see, regarding the crying Andrew, I had the impression that Ryan said as much as he is unable to express feelings and that he trained himself how to cry. Well, yeah, you wrote a lot here, Miss Lost Nikita. <laughs> let's jump to the end of your thing. Uh, I also think that they will use Joe Carroll and as a Hannibal Lecter, Sounds of the Lambs kind of way. He will be the advisor for catching the next big bad. All right. Well, that's kind of an interesting prediction right there. I, I like that because, actually, I really liked the whole Hannibal Lecter. We talked about that back in season one because before he escaped prison, I thought the scenes with him in, and Ryan 
in lockup were some of the best scenes because it was mm-hmm. these two actors going mano a mano with these you know it, I, I love those kinds of scenes and I think actually when Joe escaped even though it was a great twist part of me was sad because I really liked yeah. having those those, I miss those moments scenes. with those two together like that so I, I kind of do hope maybe we see him more in that role in season three what do you think, Peg? I know you, was gonna, you were going to say something. No, I no, I'm good. Oh, okay. Are we going to jump into predictions <laughs> yeah. now? All right, let's. Uh, yeah, let's do some predictions then. <laughs> and now you're after Buzz TV predictions. <laughs> okay, awesome. So, uh, yeah, we we definitely saw. I don't know. There's a lot that went on. Uh, you know, I, I'm I, I'm going to do a warning because there are some people who don't like to see scenes from next week's episodes. I'm just going to do a little. I, I didn't really see anything of note that's worth probably bringing up in predictions. So I'm just going to say that right now. So for those of you who don't want to hear, I don't think you have to be worried about anything we say here. It was just a big blur. It was a big blur. It's just a lot of stuff going on. People getting pissed off. You know, whatever on both Pulling sides. People's hair. Yeah, all sorts of crazy stuff. So anyway, so what do you guys think? I know you had an idea or two, Pega. Well, I think Gwen is dirty. I think that she <laughs> dirty Gwen. She ha- well, she knows how close Ryan and Jeff were yeah. from working in the hospital. Yeah. And because of that, she started getting close to Ryan because she's a follower and she's eventually going to kill him or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't trust her. Well, yeah. that's, that's a really You're saying she's one. eventually going to kill Ryan. Or you something. That. I mean... <laughs> so Ryan's dead. That's what you're saying. If in she's working for Joe. Okay. <laughs> I feel no, like... No, because Joe doesn't even want Ryan dead. Okay, he loves him too Something's much. Sh- but she's a follower of somebody. She's she's yes. not all she's met up yes. to. Yes. Okay. Got it. Well, I think that Max is going to get captured in the next one or two episodes. And um, I, I feel like because she knows what happened between um, the the executions in the field, right? The uh, the the sanctioned black ops. She knows, and she's the most guilty out of all of them, right? Out of the three remaining people, hmm. and she's so, the most guilty. Sorry, she feels the most guilty. Okay, she feels sorry, the most sorry guilty. Because Mike's yes. the most guilty. He's the one who shot <laughs> yes. Lily Gray. Yeah. So yeah. she, I think she. That's going to be the the one thing that's going to be used against her the most when she gets captured. She's going to confess. She's going to be like, you know, I'm tired of this, and I'm just going to confess to the camera. I feel like she's she going to confess. She will because do she gets captured. She's going to confess because she gets captured, and she's going to be threatened. And even though she knows that she's probably going to die, she's probably going to just do it to clear her conscience. So you're saying she's going to die? I feel like she could die. She's going to get captured. No. Maybe she'll maybe she'll like almost die. Maybe they'll be like oh. filming the confession, and then they break in and save her. Okay. I think there's too much. I or think streaming it to again. The internet. I, I think there's still too much to be done with the mic. Uh, Max, even Tom. I, I can see Tom dying before I see Max dying, or Tom being a follower before. <gasps> I don't think that would happen, but I'm just saying I could see more no, happening to Tom. I can see it happening. Actually. You can see it happening. Okay, yeah. I can see more happening with Tom before. I mean, because I will say this about Tom. Now that you mention it, I mean him. Him kind of ribbing at Mike a little bit. You know, his interactions with Mike, maybe he's teasing him like a follower maybe. of Mike. He's Who rattling knows? his cage, having some fun while he's I, doing it. I also think Gwen is dirty. I don't know who, what side she's playing for, but I, I really want to see... I really love this show when they have a twist and turn, like someone's a follower. Mike Weston follower. I always said that in the first two seasons. I don't believe it anymore. But I really do hope... I w- would like to see someone be a follower, like a Gwen or a Tom. I would Gwen. like to see that. Gwen, Gwen hey, she's a doctor. we got Dr. Strauss in his Elite Lightfoot Academy. Yeah, Perhaps but, she went through that, too. I don't think he teaching medical I don't think he was teaching doctor yeah I don't think he was te- I don't think he was doing pre-med but uh, but you never know you never know 
So anyway, I think uh, I think that's it. Oh, and, yeah, and the one thing, I, I, one other prediction I want to say, because obviously Mark's not happy with Jeff's confession, and we see him getting pissed off that he wasn't there because the plans fell apart. Uh, I could see more interaction with Kyle and Mark, and Kyle definitely wants revenge for uh, from Mark for you know scarring his hand a little bit, even oh, though Daisy yeah. saved him there. So I really think that uh, they're gonna they're gonna turn on Mark sooner rather than later because we need to see. We need to see Theo. We need to see where Joe fits into all this, if Claire's coming back, all this. So I really think this show is going to start moving faster. That's what I yeah. actually think. That's I my prediction. I, one more prediction for yeah. me. I feel, I predict that they're going to go to California, and Kyle is going to get time zone sickness again. Oh my god! <laughs> good, good way to end it. Now, let's one. end it on. Let's get ended on sickness, yeah. on time zone sickness, on jet lag. Uh, that's pretty much it for our show for this week. Uh, where can we find you guys on social media during the week when we need to? Reach you? you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Pegarad. I am also hosting the Better Call Saul and House of Cards after show, as well as Forever. You are so lucky. I love Better it's Call so Saul. Better Call Saul is really good. Great show. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, you can find me on my Twitter account and Instagram account at Sean Austin O. That's S-E-A-N-A-U-S-T-I-N-O. And I'm just here for now, but maybe I'll be doing some other AfterBuzz TV shows. Check out, if you guys love Spartacus, go ahead and check out my old breakdowns of the Spartacus shows. <laughs> Those are on the AfterBuzz TV YouTube channel. <laughs> and the reason I say that is because Spartacus just got put back on Netflix, and that's an amazing show. There you go. Okay, that's a good reason. I, yes. I thought you were going to start talking about all the stuff you used to do. Like, oh, and, and uh, being human and all that stuff. I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, I mean, nothing personal. You, you do good stuff. You're just you're coming back again. Thank you, uh, uh, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nandovel. That's N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. You can also find me here at AfterBuzz for The Walking Dead, The Blacklist, Survivor, Bates Motel, and I'm always forgetting something. Scorpion. I'm probably forgetting Scorpion. Uh, and hey, you know, a little personal plug for me. I'm running the LA Marathon on Sunday. So follow me. I'll put some stuff up. I'll bring my medal if I oh, if I make it. Sweet. I'll bring my medal uh, next week. And uh, yeah, and, I'll, and feel free to tweet at me and cheer me on if you want or if you yeah, hate me, you can see that too. It'll, it'll inspire me to move farther. Uh, anyway, thanks again, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 